Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first of three mini sessions with Part of My Party. Today, we are joined by Will and Ryan, who are playing the parts of Calden and Merrick, the Blood Hunter and the Echo Knight. Not in that order. Figure it out. How do you do? It's caught off guard there. By the way, this is Magic the Dungeoning, Dungeons the Gathering, uh, the MTG D&D podcast adventure. I think we should start out by giving a short recap of the events of last... uh, Last, I want to say last week's, but it doesn't feel like it was last week. What did I put it was, though? You mean the shit uh, should have just happened? Yeah, but I said, Bill, do you want to take over? We can split open parts. Uh, that's going to be fun. Uh, sure, I will handle what happened for specifically us. The reason why we're having uh, three mini sessions is because, well, during the last session, we went back to Ravnica and... The group kind of got split, mainly because we were all searching for different things. Pharaoh wanted to understand and use her powers better, so she's uh, she is seeking out Kaya, and Seren is learning to deal with life inside of a city a little bit. She seems to be really out of place with not having nature and the stars around her. Um, and Calden and Merrick are on the search for better equipment. And then, Rai, would you like to fill in the rest? Sure. So let's do. Do we want to go over the fact that we, since we have split the party, like that we have talked, we have met a few planeswalkers. Mainly, namely, we met Jace, the former Guild Pact, as after a war of spark, uh, Nib Mizzet became the Guild Pact because he was reborn. In Argarza, we have met Jace. Uh, we've met Nissa as well. She was in a slightly disgruntled mood. <laughs> And I think that's a safe, that's a safe way of saying it. <laughs> Regardless, she did help us locate Jace. Uh, and he pointed us in the directions of the guilds to help, specifically help us because of our situations. As Bill had mentioned, Pharaoh was looking to better understand her powers. Seren was just lost. She was trying to just find herself in the city because she's not really not a, uh, a city person, as we've learned. And Calden and Merrick, yes, are trying to get better gear. Uh, because after the beatdown that happened with that automaton, we need better gear. We are currently, Calden and Merrick specifically, are helping the Boros Guild out quell some riots. What that's going to entail, we don't know. But we're going to find out. It's going to be one hell of a ride. And just to expand on it just a little bit, the reason why Calden and Merrick are doing it is because we're about to go to a plane called Zimpt. Am I pronouncing that correctly, Jasper? Yes, Zimpt. Zimpt, uh, and we are we we know that is a technologically advanced plane due to some information Jace gave us. We have to return a book to a library, I think, for him in exchange yes. for that information. Okay, I don't know exactly what Merrick's looking for. Calden is definitely looking for straight up better armor because Calden's pretty content with his weapon. I mean, the only thing I would go is if like they gave me like a better sword. I don't have to use a rapier. I just wanted to use something that wasn't your basic long sword or axe. And I thought a strength-based rapier fighter was kind of funny and interesting. See, uh, and that's what kind of like merit. Like I, I'm content with a great sword myself personally, because my powers aren't more so aren't based on the weapon. They're based on the abilities I have. Because a weapon is just a uh, a conduit. I guess is is what you can say. Yeah. So like I. Don't, the great sword is yes, it's cliche. Oh, you're too weapon fighter. You always use a great sword. I mean, blah blah blah. I thought of it in the sense of 
with the weapons for my character for Merrick. That's just a little inside information for any listeners. Uh, I base off the planeswalkers that I knew in the magic lore and what type of weapons they've used. We've seen, I think, Gideon was a though, or Jasper, you can keep me honest on this. Was a black blade a great sword or a long sword? I believe it was a long sword. It was a long sword. And actually, the weapon he uses besides that was actually just an animated slice whip that was actually furled up on his arm. Right. I do remember I seen that on a few of the total badass. Oh, yeah. It's really ball. It's really awesome looking (laughs) when when you actually see it on his card. And then the other one is the only other person, uh, Plagewalker, I should say, that I know in Magic Lore to use a great weapon is Garrick. And he uses a great axe. So I wasn't going to use a great axe. And I don't even think he needs to use that in one hand. No, I, actually, I he just uses it just because he wants to. Yeah. <laughs> Regardless. But yeah, that's why I went on the point of the great sword. I didn't go for cliche. It's just I thought it made more sense to go with a weapon that's not used by other planeswalkers. Jasper, could I be think one that was day good. For the pike's light to shine. Exactly. <laughs> I give you like a plus three pike, but you're like, but it's a pike. <laughs> Like okay. Calden, Calden would use it. If it's a plus three pike, Calden will use it. Ah, screw a shield. This thing's <laughs> awesome. Days, one of these days right. I'm going to get a player and they're going to be like, I want to use a halberd. And I'm going to be like, what? <laughs> nope. No, I'm good. Great sword fits Merrick. As it happens. Right. So before we get too sidetracked, that's basically yes. where we are in the session. We are traveling through the city of Ravnica, uh, occupying our time, gaining experience, just kind of like traveling around, seeing what's to see, doing what's to do. And where we left off, you were headed outside of one of the Boros uh, garrisons, uh, left with work to quell some of the riots tolling around Ravnica. And that's where we'll pick up. It's still about midday in Ravnica, around the, uh, around like maybe like mid to the beginning of like a sunset, you'd think. So around like, Earth time, you think around like 6, 6.30, 7 p.m. almost. Twilight, but not quite. Other right. than you on the streets, it's, a, of course, a constant bustle of activity with people of all different guilds and the guildless trolling through the city of the dis- of the, uh, the district you happen to be in. Other than that, it's a pretty unassuming day, but Ravnica's a big place, so finding trouble shouldn't be hard to find. Jasper, I assume we have a room that we're sharing, the four of us. Just so, or oh, like, or we we have a location the four of us can meet at to regroup at some point. Like, hey, after two days, everybody regroup here. Well, yeah, you were gonna regroup in the main promenade, Got assuming okay. unless like you guys run into each other on their adventures. Of course, you don't know where the girls went, but they know where you are. Yeah, Calden, Calden would have said to Merrick, and I believe I did say it last session, was like, do you want to bring the girls in on this one, or do you think we should just handle it ourselves? Merrick was... Uh, he was beside himself. Um, this is... Quelling riots is not something he's used to, but he's also not... He's not against using force if he needs to, so he'd rather not have the women involved, even though they can hold their own. No, more than... More than hold their own... Oh, yeah, no. I um, think if we go by damage output, it goes, I think it's Seren. I think Farrah and Calden are right there. Merrick's bottom. Uh, I think oh, Farrah... Merrick can't hit. I'm sure if Merrick could have hit, he would yeah. be great. No, 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 no. I want it to be clear. I want it to be clear. Uh-oh. Damage order goes Farrah, Seren, Calden's Echo, Calden, Merrick. 
<laughs> actually, okay, so actually, it's probably Ca- Calden's Echo, Merrick Calden. Because I just don't attack Calden. anymore. Calden's <laughs> just a stand user. <laughs> yeah. He is. Okay, back uh, on track. Sorry about that. Sorry. Yeah. We're walking around. Um, Calden would actually strike up a conversation with Merrick. Merrick, he, he, does, he is the silent type of most hard, but he will talk. So, uh, and how tall is Merrick? Is he six foot I even? Usually, I, yeah, I usually base my characters on my height, so six foot even. Okay, so Colton's 5'10", so Colton's actually shorter than Merrick. Uh, Not by he's, much, a, I mean, he's a little bit taller than me, actually. So Colton, like, says to Merrick, like, So I know you're from Innistrad, but, um, how do you do everything that you do? Uh, again, as I mentioned before, it's it's a long story. Not not a pretty one at that. Fair enough. Do you hunt monsters? Is that like your thing? Yep. Uh, not gonna lie, if we have to go to Innistrad, I'm not gonna be too happy about it. How so? On my plane, there's, um, there's five factions. Each okay. kind of holds their own. So in the Kingdom of Order, where I'm from, mm-hmm. it's, it's mainly humans. And then okay. in the kingdom of nature, there's the elves. All right, I understand. And then we've got the kingdom of magic users, effectively. Wizards, so, shamans, warlocks, okay. the whole I nine yards so like, there. So kind of like Seren? Uh, uh, she'd actually be with the nature ones. She'd get along, well, she'd get along with them real well. Then we've got the kingdom of Devils, which we don't fully trust. <laughs> they're all—they're just always pulling pranks. I don't get yeah. it. Sounds like a devil. And then there's the um, kingdom of dwarves. Their their technology has reshaped all of toxic. Of course, with the hmm. order you can find on toxic, there's that thing. But there's also the once a month problem. Once a month problem. Yeah. So the thing about Toxic is, on Toxic, they know other planes exist. They don't know about planeswalkers, but we know that other planes exist because people get onto the plane, but no one knows how to get off. Hmm. Okay. And once a month, a portal opens and demons come in. Demons? Yeah, unfortunately, all five kingdoms have learned to band together to fight them collectively. Hmm. But it's one of those things where we don't have to worry about it. Weird-ass-looking demons, though. Can you describe them to me? Yeah, they're made of metal. They, they like, they're living, oh. but they're made of metal. It's like they're from a different plane of hell. Uh, give me a second, sorry. Just gonna bring my character sheet. Jasper, I'm going to attempt to roll... This, uh, this lets Calvin um, get a little bit of his hist- a little bit of his backstory out. Would Knowledge history would probably be the best thing for this, or would we, maybe our... Knowledge com- history is probably what you want to roll, yes. Right. This is where we need, like, a knowledge occult. Yeah. <laughs> Nine. So when he begins describing creatures made of metal, you're not quite sure what he might be referring to. You've never really encountered any creatures made of metal. You've encountered all manner of unsavory sort of right. creature, werewolves, lichens, ghouls, zombies in your travels of Innistrad. You've heard tales of all of these things, but the closest thing you understand to creatures made of metal, that sentient creatures, is probably the automatons you uh, uh, encountered on Tulash, but they didn't right. seem like creatures. They seemed like just machinations. Or, yeah, like machines. 
Correct. I won't so. worry about it now. We usually get the problem taken care of, so it's not too much to deal with. I'll trust you on that, but I'm so. always looking to kill a new monster, so... <laughs> Good luck. These things don't seem to die. Oh, challenge accepted. <laughs> called in, called in, Merrick share a laugh at that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I and Merrick said like I've killed many. I've killed werewolves. I've killed lichens. I've killed vampires. Uh, I've killed. I've killed God. one vampire. I hate him. I've killed one. What? Ah, I was like, what? I'm confused. I killed one. The, that bastard tried to sink his teeth into my neck. Ah, he tried to me. Okay. No, but he was attacking the Echo, because apparently, the where I was, they weren't that smart. Hmm. Which means uh, probably not on your plane. Uh, you definitely, uh, vampires on my plane, they, they have somewhat of a hierarchy there. It is, it's a tight rope. Let's just say that. Fair enough. Should I take a look from the roof? Wait, can you actually send your Echo all the way up there? How high how, how high up it, how high up is the roof? So I imagine you're like the next building. Outside. Um so a lot of the buildings in Ravnica near like the main promenade tend to be of the higher variety. Of course, there are balconies and fire escapes you could repel from to get a vantage point, so it wouldn't be too difficult to find a place to snap an echo up somewhere. So okay. I, I do that. I, I I find a place and I go, watch this, and I summon an echo and then I go. Swap. Make me a perception check. Sure. So actually, think one of the things I actually. Special powers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we are just (laughs) not even a four to start the rolls. That means our rolls in combat tonight are going to be great. They better. Or this is or this is the set. (laughs) (laughs) This is just where we die. (laughs) That 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 nine was above average. Yep. Oh, don't, don't, no, don't uh, say no. that. Oh, we're going to have a bad day. <laughs> so case. you oh, boy. look up uh, towards the uh, horizon of Ravnica from which you can see. And with the twilight sun, it's kind of hard to see any definition as like a lot of the sun gets in your eyes. A lot of the definition fades into like this dazzling glue, golden glow that the city seems to like be falling under. So it's hard to get like a good angle or a good like sight. Could I attempt that again? But can I try listening this time? Certainly. Give myself some kind of thing here. God damn it. So, <laughs> when you're standing above, well above the hustle and bustle of the city as the Echo and Colton sit far below, about 30 or 30 feet below, you think, you listen out to the, 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 the rhythm of the city. And other than like the hustle and bustle of carts and people, there is the sound maybe a couple blocks down to the to the east. You think you hear the sound of like some sort of commotion, maybe a parade. There's a lot of people shouting. All right, I swap places back with my echo on the ground and I I relay this information to Merrick. You're not quite sure how far east, although now that you've noticed the sound um, from up above, it's kind of easier to, like, read it on. Um, so, yeah, I relayed that information to Merrick, and then Calden's like, should we go investigate? We sh- I guess we should. Uh, we are supposed to call Riot, so there's a commotion. We may as well check on it just to make sure it's not anything bad. 
So, I don't run, but I'm not walking either. Like, Calden's probably jogging. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Sounds about right. So, with your hurried pace uh, through the city, uh, you're able to, you know, get through a couple city blocks, maybe like five or ten, before uh, you turn, you start to notice uh, the amount of people walking around seems to dwindle from quickly from, like, a couple dozen every square uh, square meter to like maybe like three or four, and these people don't seem to be the most um, concerned. Um, um, most of them are wearing most of them are wearing um, these like blue and white attired uniforms of sort. Wait, uh, they all seem to be walking well, in like. Uh, seem to be they, they seem to be walking around in like these very like neat lines, and they are like passing by and discussing things with each other. Some of them are like putting things to like the side of their fingers to the side of their temple, and then you see one gentleman do this uh, action with his with his uh, fingers to his temple, and he runs off in a certain direction. Hmm. Um, Should we follow after him? I don't know. You know what? Insight just- check. On him. I don't mean insight. I don't... Oh, God. Merrick, you might be better at this than me. Uh, insight? Nope. Ha-ha! <laughs> I rolled well, though. Yeah, yeah. Take a look at him. His face kind of goes from, like, this sort of, like, passive, like, listening to this very, very quickly to, like, an impassioned, like, um... An impassioned, like, uh... Hurriedness. As he begins to march off in a certain direction, uh, he seems to be... As he's walking, he seems to be, like, reaching for the, uh... The sword on his hip as he begins to draw it as he turns a corner. We should follow him. Ah, yeah, I, I agree. Ma- Let's go. Yep, yeah, just book. So as you turn this corner, uh, you follow him another two or three blocks until you come to this sort of uh, blockade. Oh, my God. Right, row. Right, you why maybe we about- not think Rakdos could be a problem? You. Oh, yeah. Shit. We major oversight. <laughs> All right. What? Sorry. Continue. You see about five or six of five or six of these uh, likely same uniformed uh, individuals and one standing behind them. He seems to be with a he's signified by his pauldroons. He seems to be like in charge as he's standing all behind them. And over their shoulders, you see uh, the the, uh, well, the first thing you see over their shoulders is this large ogre type sort of individual and he's kind of just like holding this large mallet or bludgeon sort of item and he seems to be like very like impatiently like breathing and below him is a couple of other these uh younger gentlemen uh and they're like mid-20s all relatively muscular wearing like what seems to be uh sort of uh neanderthalic neanderthalic cloaks of bone and red capes and there's a shouting going on and one of the uh one of the um, uh, prevailing sentences you hear is just someone chanting "Ghoul, ghoul, ghoul, ghoul." All as right. you approach, um, Calden says to Merrick, "I think this is where we step up." Uh, I would say yes. One of these individuals seems to be having a impassioned discussion with one of the blue and white gentlemen. And uh, he's getting no response, and he's just getting more and more frustrated as you approach. I approach the blue and white armed. Ge- well, I, I, so I approach the Azorius gentleman, who I say Azorius for ease of ease of reference here. Um, I approach the guy in blue and white who is 
looks like he's the most in charge. So he sees you coming, and then for a quick moment, he kind of like looks you both up and down, and he says, state your business. This is quarantine's territory. We're um, volunteers with the Boros Legion to help in the Quell riots. Ah, only two of you, I see. It's more than we've got. We'd appreciate the assistance. See if you can get through to them. Who are they? Some of the gruel fanatics claiming that this area noble since the Ravnican downfall and that whole dragon fiasco that this area of the city now belongs to them. <laughs> he hears some chanting gruel in the background. You don't say. Hmm. This uh, is gruel turf now. Out of our way. So I guess I, I just uh, look at Merrick and I just go. Mer- yeah. Merrick's like, can, you res- can you restrain an ogre? Uh, are ogres large? Or are they, they like... They are large. So technically so speaking, ca- you can. Out of character, my blood malediction with the... Where I bind them, if I amplify it, doesn't matter how big they are. Oh, that's right. That's right. So mm-hmm. so Merrick just looks at Colin and goes... I just look at them like... I look at... Merrick looks at Colin and like... And just looks, like, looks at the big guy and like... And you'll be a test. All right. And he goes like... Before you head off to do your Boros thing, I request that this remain a relatively bloodless encounter. We will do our best. Although I'm not going to throw the first punch. I'd be surprised <laughs> if you did. Exactly. Like, well, we won't throw the first punch. We'll throw the last one now. We'll finish it. Calden summons his echo just so that it's ready to go. Hmm. And the three of us walk in there. How so, goes it, mates? I- you walk past this blockade and you see about a good, like, ten of these, like, gruel individuals okay. uh, kind of just standing around, lazing, kind of like, you see one of them, like, trying to, like, topple a building with the side of this very blunt axe made of some sort of stone. And they'll kind of just, like, give you the stink eye as you approach. One of them walks up to you, seems to have the, seems to be a bit physically larger than the rest of them, and uh, wearing these sort of, like, boar skulls on his shoulders and he looks both of you and just like what are you doing here don't you know this is gruel turf now ah says says who better get going unless you want to get in my way come Uh on can't we do this peacefully oh so you're with those azorius fucks over there i'm with no one i'm just trying to make sure people don't get hurt there's been enough bloodshed the past couple days hasn't there there, was a there wouldn't be war. any more bloodshed if they just left us alone. Who's not leaving you alone? Entire city. Boros, Azorius, everyone breathing down our necks. Say this is technically Orzov territory, like I give a shit. Do I look around and see the Orzov symbols fucking everywhere? Oh, uh, it's in a few areas. You see like a couple of the banners on the buildings and the windows, most of them torn and or half burned. <laughs> what is the is there so you you've described their armor is there any iconography on any of them uh, a couple of them are wearing sort of this like charm made of sort of like this of uh it's almost like a stone or maybe like a carved bone but it's got the symbol of this torch with the uh three crossing uh stakes on it and in the middle of the torch there seems to be the sort of red eye the conventional okay. rule symbol yep i i i look there i look over there and i go I look at Merrick. Merrick notices it. He's like, yeah, I'm aware. 
Uh, so Merrick makes a quick psychic connection. I'm sorry, Calder makes a quick psychic connection with Merrick. And he says, uh, do you have anything? Uh, sorry, talking, talk, talks in his normal voice. Do you have anything? I have no ideas without this ending in a fight. Bloodless, we could, a bloodless fight we could get into, but a fight's going to happen nonetheless unless one of us could talk him down. Ah, hmm. What's both of your passive perceptions? Ten. Twelve. Okay. Uh, oh my God, Merrick's not protected at all. All right, uh, I'm going to take an insight check again. All right. Uh, basically, the oh, okay. insight that I'm going for is I'm trying to see if there's no way out of this besides a fight, or if I'm just not saying the right things to back this fight down. This is going to turn into a fight. <laughs> so you get the sense that he oh, wants six. something. He, the, he, you get the sense based on the way he's talking, the way he's acting, the way his friends are kind of interacting with the sort of surroundings. They feel like they are owed this and that you are intruders. <clears throat> so Calden looks at Merrick and uh, since Merrick's the silent type, Calden will speak up. And, Sorry. Out of character, I do also try to... I, I, I pick my words carefully is what it is. Calden says, well, you and your friends look like you want something. What? Yeah. What is it? After this whole war that they're talking about in the papers, they're all thinking that we can just rebuild the city the way it is. But that's the problem with the rest of these guilds. They want to keep the things the way they are. But they didn't go far back enough. I say tear down the whole thing. Nimizit had the wrong idea when he came to the Guild Pact, trying to repair the city the way it was. I think we should have just left it as it is. No borders, no banners. Just free to be us wherever we want. Ain't that right, boys? And he gets a hoo from, like, the back of the room. Of course he would. Uh, Calden looks at Merrick and he I says can... out loud, I, quite, I, can't fri- I can't frankly quite disagree with that. No, I don't disagree honest. with it. I... I... And I, even Merrick looks at it like, because he just thinks back to like getting a shot and everything. He's like, I, he, they do bring up a solid point. I just, I look, I look at the man, like, I do agree with you. Like, in this, and I said to, to the old person, uh, I understand where you're coming from. Believe me, I really do, because where, from where I've come from, I don't think you're going the right way about it. There is a way, there is, Somehow, some way, you can change this. Taking over and just taking it, just and starting fights, it's not it. It's not the way to go. The way to think about it is like this: you feel like they're watching you, that they judge you for everything you do. But if all you're doing is destroying and causing a ruckus, how else are they supposed to look at you? Especially when all they do is talk. Trust me, I wish we could just settle the things with the fight. I bare knuckle brawling, whoever wins comes out on top. As you say that, he kind of like cracks a wry smile, kind of eager almost. And I get it, I do. But the problem is, sometimes things gotta change. Sometimes they can stay the same. Use your words, not necessarily your fists. Make me a persuasion check. With advantage. With advantage? 
Oh, hey, there you go. <laughs> you know why? Because I used fighting as an analogy. True, you did. <laughs> 15. Okay. Right, row. So, um, this gentleman, as you start talking to him, he kind of like, he kinda like thinks for a moment as his face kind of goes still. And then he like turns back to his allies and then he turn, looks over your shoulder to like the, to the Azorius and behind you. And he's just kind of like, he thinks to like be gathering himself. And, um, um, make me a perception check, both of you. Oh, yep. Perception is not my thing. Oh, 13. my lord. Got an eight. <laughs> so, uh, as he looks back to you, he begins to like inhale to say something, but then, like, he like winces his eyes and he grits his teeth as he draws like this weapon and he swings an attack at you. Oh, whoa, 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 uh, whoa. Uh, okay, so I noticed this, so I assume I'm not surprised by it. You are not. You will have your full armor class ready okay. to, uh, insight check on that. Yeah, as the. Or maybe- as he- Takes a surprise round. Another perception check, perhaps? Can I look around to see if something is causing him to do this? Uh, unfortunately, the perception check for that was already made. Okay, so I assume I failed. Yes. Got it. Okay. Um, do I feel something's off? Yes, something is very wrong. Because he seemed like he wasn't going to get violent, and then all of a sudden he did. Unfortunately, that seems to be the case. There we go. I'm going to need you both to roll initiative. Uh, are we just doing this theater of the mind style? <laughs> or are you? No. Oh, boy. Oh, Ooh. boy. Oh, boy. Hey. Uh, Merrick. Yep. We're on the wrong side of town. A little bit. Uh, I'm you just gonna. Into the wrong. I'm just gonna drag my token onto there because I did say that I saw it. Uh, yeah, your token uh, is I'll on I'll take there. a 15 for initiative. Shit. I'm uh, sorry, yeah. I'm going to drag I'll my echo, him. is what I meant. Uh, Let me just remove all turns. Boop, boop, boop. Uh, Merrick rolled a 15. Yes. Not too bad. Did I bomb it? 11. You know what's sad? I think boop, that's the boop, highest boop. I've rolled for initiative. <laughs> no, you roll higher. Have I? Oh, yeah, because yeah. I went. I, I rolled like a 19 before. Yes, you did. I think that calls for some... Fight music. Uh, this is going to... This is the guy we were talking to. Hmm. Well, obviously. So let me just add a few turns. I'm going to have a lot of characters open. Something's off, and I know it. And it sucks, because it's, if, it's if it's magic, I have Arcana. I can, I got, my, my knowledge Arcana is a freaking four plus. Well, if so, there was any, anything anti-magic, I would know, because I wouldn't be able to use my Echo. Right, but it, it's definitely something mind, like mind-wise. There's some, there's something, yeah, there's something going on. Like we're oh, gonna have to take perception checks every turn. Uh, not gonna lie, this is the one I'm worried about. So as this strike yeah. comes down, you Try. see, um, here behind you, um, a couple of the the, the captain you were speaking to before say, "Azorius, detain." I need to roll initiative for like sixteen thousand enemies. Jesus. Something and none something of them want to load, so, right? 
something so fishy here. No, I just want the character sheet, my man, my guy. My dude, I just want the character sheet. That's it. it loads a tiny ogre. No, that's a huge ogre. Oh, okay, thank God. I was like, that's not right, is it? <laughs> now that. Now I can add his turn. Well, we're not alone. The Azorius are here. Um, Jasper. Yes. Calden would take note. He did say Azorius detain, but does he look ready for blood combat? He did draw a mace. He drew a mace. Okay. Did any of them draw that detaining weapon? The weapon that looks like it would go around people's necks? Uh, a couple of them did draw, like pull up shields and uh, pull up a couple of these more maces or like spears. Oh, frick. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> hey, That's hey, going to be hey, fun. Hey, Merrick, we're not going to make it out of this alive. <laughs> Just. Calden would say to Merrick, stay close, boy. As the blow just comes between them, like, oh, shit. Yeah, he did not hit. Okay. He, he was just, like, swung wildly in your direction, and as soon as that kind of went off, the Azorius were all over it. Well, rather, they'll start to roll initiative. So the non Azorius did something. That's unfortunately, yeah. That or it's somebody we have not noticed yet. Oh, that's not going to work. That's no good. Hey, for everybody listening to and watching the podcast, you're getting a little behind the scenes of how much Jasper has to deal with as a DM. Just like bullshit. This is we we try to fill up dead dead air by uh, speaking about how we feel about the situation. Does Merrick know how to hold back? I'll take that as a no. And <laughs> so he already took his action. He swung at you. And as soon as he did, everyone else just kind of like turned towards you guys and is like, you kind of get the sense that they're just like, all right, finally, as this ogre begins moving towards you guys. 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. He's not able to get quite close enough to you guys, but that's where he's going to end his turn. Merrick, oh, no. you're up. Uh, we're fucked. <laughs> there are so many people here. Oh. Uh, so before I do anything, uh, perception check on our buddy here. Is he still like, is like, he's still trying to like resist something. Is he trying to, or is he, he's struggling? It's like he's flown into like a sort of berserker rage. Something still seems off. I'm going to, that's Grafell. Fuck. You're kind of just like worried about him. You look to the ogre and you're like, okay, something's got to be done. I didn't want to kill. I did not want to kill anyone. I didn't. I so, killed monsters, not humans. Jasper, what is the rules for dealing non-lethal damage? So the only the last it has to be declared non-lethal, and there are non-lethal methods to incapacitate individuals. So you just have to declare it. Okay, so like, yeah, so like basically. The, go ahead, right. No, I was just say like, basically, I was say like, all right, I'm gonna swing, but I'm gonna do non-lethal damage. Is basically you can picture like, yeah. Merrick, instead of hitting him with the blade, like the actual like blade of the sword, like he hits hit you with, with the flat, flat side. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. But it's only the last hit we need to declare that? 
Yeah. So basically you're like, they drop, and you would go, okay, it was a non-lethal hit. Yep. Cool. All right, cool. Which is, why all the, which is why all the Boris Legion are basically holding maces. Oh, all the Azorius are holding maces. So they can, like, bludgeon you to unconsciousness. This sounds so gruesome, but that also sounds correct. I mean, what is a, what is a, right, what is a police on. baton supposed to hold do? Hold the Bloodhunter class real quick. While Ryan's doing that. So the Azorius don't look like they want to try to kill the Gruul. There it is. They don't, they, you look behind yourself for a split second, you see that they're more, they don't seem to be share this sort of like same, similar unnatural fury. I don't want to, but I'm going to, I am swinging at him. All right. And take off the uh, great weapon master right now. 18 will hit. All right. I did not activate my right. Uh, Let it be known. Gotcha. The fire damages, there's no way to make that non-lethal, unfortunately. Exactly. That's... I, mean, I had no intention of activating my right. Yeah. <laughs> Only blood flashing and piercing oh. can be made non-lethal. Take that's going to be off, what? Take off the three, that's eight damage. Minus eight. As he takes the, you know, the slash from your sword, uh, he kind of grins, and he kind of, like, really starts to get into it now. Oh, he's a masochist. Okay, or a masochist, uh, whatever, how you pronounce it. No, he's a barbarian. Or he's like, ah, you've accepted <laughs> my challenge. All right, and then bonus action, blood curse of binding. All right, are you? I ampli- need to make a strength save. Are you amplifying it? Oh, I'm ampl- I have to amplify it because he's big. What's your DC? Twelve. He's probably gonna be strength save. He might not eight. So the ogre starts charging towards Calden and his echo button. It's stopped and Mar- caught by its like, foot well, as his... Yeah, Mar- how do you want to describe how you're how he's bound? Um, literally, I think how like I'm gonna stay on theme. As I like, I see him charging the uh, and Calden can probably see this because he's right near. Literally, blood forms in Merrick's hand, and as soon as he waves his hand towards the ogre, the tendrils you shoot out from his hand and wrap around him. Gotcha. Alright, anything Merrick, else for your like, turn? Uh, no, I'm done. That's it. Merrick's just like, alright, big guy, we need you to hold still for a minute. <laughs> and can he make that save at the beginning of each of his turns, or? Checking end, now. Uh, end of each of his turns when it's End of five. each of his turns, yes, he can do it again. Alright, so on their turns, the Azorius begin fanning out. I can shout of... I can shout things as a free action on my turn, right? Uh, yes. Because Calden doesn't want to fight these people. There was no uh, reason one of them's for going to make an attack. a fight. One of the Azorius is going to make an attack. That'll hit and deal ah, damage. As he kind of like walks up and he kind of whaps this one guy in the in like the side of his head. Uh, but after that, Calden, you're up. Okay, Calden wants to take a perception test. Because right. he knows something's off. He knows that that guy was calming down and then just took a swing out of, at us out of nowhere. And it looked like he was fighting something. There is an outside force of some kind. Because one thing I noticed is that the Azorius leader didn't move up. He rolled a nine for initiative. Oh. Fair. All right. Perception test anyway is my free action. You look around. You can't quite see anyone that would fit like a sort of description or they don't see, you don't seem to see anyone who seems to be, like, casting any sort of magic. All right. 
Merrick just says to, call, says to Calden, I know you don't want to fight. Neither did I. We have no choice. All right. Echo is going to move here. All right. Yeah. I could also tell him just go a little bit up in the air and then go over. Mm, yeah. Either or. Yeah. So Calden moves next to, to Merrick. And then, yeah, I'm going to make a, an attack on behalf of my Echo against that thing. So I have advantage on this attack roll, correct? Uh, on From the Echo's position? Yes. Yes. Okay. You're attacking the Ogre? Yes. Does it break the restraint if they take damage? Uh, no, it does not. All right, the 22 will hit. <clears throat> okay. Um, and then if your damage. Eight? Sure. Sure. Sure, the time we don't want to fight, we roll like gods. Mm-hmm. Anything else for you, Calden? Uh, no, Calden's just standing next to Merrick, and he says to Merrick, he's like, something's off. Something's off. Uh, and he, he looks at the, he looks at, he looks at Merrick and says, I don't trust the Azorius leader. As, and as... And gonna move far as he can. As Calden's echo just clocks the ogre in the back of the head. And he's uh, going to dash here. So, Jasper, it should be noted yeah. he's not restrained. I just believe that the blood curse affects him in a special way. He can only take reactions, right? No, he can't use his reactions. Oh, so here, he can use his it. actions, so he can still attack us. Let me read it. As a bonus action, you can attempt to find a, uh, bind a creature you can see within 30 feet that is no more than one size larger than you. Uh, target must succeed in a strike saving throw or have their speed reduced to zero. And they can't use reaction until the, until the end of your next turn. If I amplify it, it affects a creature regardless of size. It lasts for a minute. And at the end of each turn, the cursed creature can make it. So, yeah, so it can still attack. Okay. But just can't move, which is actually still helpful. Yeah. It keeps it away from us. Hey, don't swing at my echo. What did my echo do? 15, 20, 25, 30, dash, 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 dash. All right, so it's going to be one, two, three... Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten attacks. No, just nine. My bad. Oh. Uh, I will roll the two on relevant NPCs first. What happened, Bill? I'm dumb. Why didn't I just ask the dude why he swung at us? Well, in split-second decisions as well. Hmm? <clears throat> you got to figure in split second decisions. Like he, as soon as he, the Azorius captain was looking for a reason, and as soon as he swung, he got said reason. Yeah, I know. So, the first attack on your echo will bounce off of its um, your plate, your armor class, but the second hit will land dealing damage to your echo as it's just too distracted dealing with the first one and the ogre. To deal with the second Woo. guy as he comes in with a club and just kind of swings in his knees. Hey. The guy kind of looks confused about like where'd he go as he poofs. All right, <laughs> and then uh, just two again. that happens and often. I just moved him off to the side because ultimately I'm probably going to summon him on my next turn. I have no reason not to. Not a bad idea. They're so useful. Uh, they let's are. see. I can see why the Echo Knight is good and. Later on, if he if we get to those said levels, we can see how busted they can get. 
So yeah, the Nazorius captain takes two hits from these two gruel individuals and like, he lets out like a pained like yelp and then he just, then he gives off a, how dare you? Yeah. Uh, after that, let's see, I've got three more attack rolls. My mm-hmm. mind, is, where my mind is gone, I am not Two, happy at the moment. Three, four. Calden, Calden's thing is like, sure, I don't want nobody to die, but Merrick's my priority. That's oh, only one hit. Or only two hit. <clears throat> so that's going to be five on you. And then six on you. As a couple of these Azorius individuals start taking, a couple of these Azorius uh, guards, guard mages start taking hits. Hmm. It's not looking pretty on either side. Uh, it's this I, guy's turn again. I He's going to try to swing at Colden. I still think the Azorius captain did something. I think so too. He's going to swing at Colden once, rolling a 13 to hit. Then he's going to try to continue the cleaving strike, continuing forward towards Merrick. And he rolled a 13 on 12 hit? No. All right, yeah. You're able to, like, (laughs) duck out of the way as he's swinging wildly. Just swinging basically for speed and power, rather for, like, accuracy. It's just, like, wildly flailing at you guys. Why'd you swing at us? I thought we were having a good conversation. The ogre is going to try to hit the poor Azorius guard mage. That'll hit. Let's see what damage he does. Oof. So it's a glancing blow on the Azorius guard mage, but he's able to like let this big club hit on this poor dude. He lets out a pained yelp as like he kind of like falls to one knee and stands back up begrudgingly. Merrick, it's up on you. Uh, by the way, you hear Calden yell that. Like why he swung? Why are you swinging us? I thought we were having a good conversation. He gives back a like sort of like deep guttural primal growl. Oh, he's not. Yep. He's he's gone. He's off. We're not going to get an answer out of him, Calden. We got to just put him down. So I'm going to do it again. Oh, a six will not hit. A six will not hit him, unfortunately. Why didn't you position yourself? I didn't even think of that. Fair. I'm an idiot. Happens. I touch one twenty. Uh, let's see. Guard time. Now that they can all hit and stuff. Well, this guy can't hit yet. Yeah, I should have went here. You know what? Happens. End of movement. Uh, end of turn of movement. I will reposition. Gotcha. Let's see how many of them hit. I've got to roll one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Ooh, one miss. Two misses. Oh, never mind. Uh, actually, that is two misses, so I've got to roll one, Uh-oh. two, oh, uh, three, four, five. I'll let Jasper finish what he's doing. A couple more of these bludgeoning attacks on our friends and not friends. <laughs> uh, Jasper, at the end of the ogre's turn, did you take a strength check? Uh, No. Just gotta be fair. Thank you. What's the DC? It was the escape DC. Oh. At this point, he's going to escape with this swing as he kind of like gets some adrenaline running through when he yep. breaks through the blood I, binding. It delayed him for a turn. That's still better than nothing. I believe there's, and I got, I, just, I got to do a little more research on the blood hunter. I think there's a way I can increase it. I don't 100% know, being that honest. I think it's based off your con. So increasing uh, your constitution. Me... 
Just a, yeah, that it makes the most sense for it being a blood-like ability. Yeah, I'm gonna, that brings it to Calden. I'm gonna just read through real quick again. All right. Um, Calden's gonna summon his echo right here. I assume I can see right there. Yep. It's it's a crowd, but you can see it. Okay, it's within twenty feet. You know what? Actually. Okay. All right. It looks like Ryan and I are focused on taking down this bandit captain. Well, who? What, what's listed in the turn order? Bandit captain. I'm actually gonna move. Chief. I'm gonna move here. Summon my echo there. Oh god. And then the echo is gonna make an attack, which will be of course, which of course will have advantage. Gotcha. Okay. All right, figured it out. I'll explain. I'll explain later. The question is, do I want to move somewhere else? Yes, Oof. I'm gonna move here. Oh, that crack. Actually. Oh, but I would move. leave. You have advantage on the ogre. Right there, right there. I can protect you. I can protect you, him. Calden's gonna focus on Merrick. Um, yeah, I don't want anybody getting hurt, but Merrick's my priority. And if I can stop my echo from being dispersed, that'd be kind of hilarious. <laughs> um, so then, yeah, I'll make an attack. It'll have advantage. Spark of advantage. Ripia. Oh. There we go. Roll some damage. Uh, all right. Ooh. I swear to God, Calden's echo does better than he does. This is ridiculous. Stand power. Uh, so I will say for critical, if you roll below the maximum possible damage for your die, uh, just take the maximum possible roll. Wait, did yeah, you roll two ones? No, I rolled uh, a yeah, one so, and a three. Uh, would, so instead you're going to take eight plus dex. Uh, so eight plus strength is actually going to be plus two. So yeah. Are you using plus strength to hit? Yeah. Rapier yeah. says you can use dex. Okay, so it's going to be ten damage instead. Yes. Yeah, Phil um, just heads up. Uh, he just critical uh, success on an attack. He rolled two threes. Yeah. He rolled six damage total. Six damage total. And actually, you know what? I'm going to burn a usage of Unleash Incarnation to let my Echo swing again. Gotcha. Uh -oh. The sooner we drop this guy, the better. That way we can actually get some answers. That'll Dear Lord. Dude, your Echo is just like, I'm going to knock you out, bitch. There you go. <laughs> So you just dealt 20 damage to him in the round. Uh, how's he looking? Wow. Uh, almost bloodied, but not quite. He's pretty... Damn. He's, he's still pretty I mean, upset. he's a barbarian, so... Oh, so yeah, he's probably taking reduced damage. That and... From the metagaming the standpoint, Calden's just like, he's so angry I'm not even hurting him. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's... Yeah, that's gonna be my turn. All right, so the captain's going to make a... Could you imagine this was Rakdos? <laughs> Oops, those are public. You know, it's funny. Yeah, it's like, oh, my lord. The... It's That's not actually captain. a great sword, I promise. Oh, okay. I was about to say, um, he's trying to kill these people. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't dead. But oh, damn. That's a beefy boy. He starts laying into the ogre. He's just, like, beating at its ankles. Trying to like knock it over. Go for the knees. Uh, and then it's bandit time again. I uh -oh. mean, gruel man again. Bandit gruel man semantics. <laughs> Can you tell I don't own Guildmaster's Guide to Ravnica in Roll Twenty? Do you own it in sense. real life? I do not own it you in real life. I would love to someday. You got my copy. 
Miss. Miss. I say, hey, don't flaunt my miss. copy. I know. I'm actually curious what Miss a gruel That'll hit. person has got for stats. I forgot you can fight Krenko in this book. You can fight Krenko? It's oh, a level, like a level, yeah, it's like a level yeah. one mission. Right, right. It's like a kind Two, of a, three, four. Dude, that's crazy. I'm, I do love this stuff. Minus two, minus. It's a literally just like an armor class. Uh, so one of the one of the Azorius is going to drop from his wounds. Oh, he so he killed them. Uh, the gruel, the gentleman did kill him. Wait, they the not. Azorius killed the gruel? No, the otherwise. gruel killed the Azorius. Okay, this is a problem. Shit. Turn. Yep. By the, way, by the way, uh, law mages, uh, which is what Jasper said they were, those motherfuckers have 84 hit points. Bloody hell. He's also so probably running Captain's, a different version of them, though, as well. Bandit Captain's going to miss twice on attack rolls against both of you and your echo. Well, both of you. <laughs> that, that's such a shame. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, we rolled like a 15 for the first hit, uh, 8 for the second hit. And it's to start aiming for Merrick first. Uh, Ogre's going to respond to the uh, nuisance at his back. And start <laughs> swinging at the... Uh, nuisance at his back. The captain. Oof, that's going to be a hit. Oh, that doesn't sound good. On him. Actually. Yeah, it's still going to be hit. You see him try to, like, raise his shield to try to block the blow or, like, parry the strike. But it's not enough as he breaks through the AC. Uh, and then that will bring it to Merrick's turn of the. Okay, What's the play, uh, bro? <laughs> Gruel be like, fuck cops. Just double checking something real quick. Cool uh, damage or Wow. They absolutely crapped on Gruel in this book. Yeah, there's like nothing. Uh, oh. the We'll talk about it after the combat. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I guess I'm gonna. So I'm gonna swing at him again. I got advantage. So uh, let's go. Oh, that's crit. All right, roll damage. <laughs> Yo, this dude's not meant for this <coughs> world. Excuse me. If Seren, if Seren and Pharaoh were here, we would not be doing 11. this good. Yeah, eleven. Eleven. What's yeah, the right. maximum damage dice for your your uh, great axe or your great sword? Is it twelve? It's two. Yeah. So I rolled. I rolled a four and a one and a two. Oh, you rolled a four, a one, and a two. Yeah, because I rolled two d six. Oh, so instead, just take the fourteen. So it's as if you rolled max damage if you didn't, as if you didn't crit. Okay. All right, and fourteen. Wait, you're rolling three. So. 2d6 plus 2 slashing is what the great sword is. Yeah, but like, shouldn't you have rolled 4 dice? Oh, yeah, yeah, never mind. Never mind. I see, I see, I see. Uh, you're just going to take the 12 plus your strength. Yeah, so that'd be 14. Yeah. I've had, I haven't had to, like, refer to that rule in a little while because, like, Farah's the only one who's been critting and she always rolls above her minimum. Also true. I, you take away the people who do the higher damage than the two party members, and it, like, we just look like gods right now. 
Well, Jasper, you got to think also, I'm not using any of my elemental stuff either. Yeah, That's that would raise your minimum true. damage a bit. Yeah, uh, that would, my damage would be a time. little higher. I almost Two activated Great Weapon Master. <laughs> um, I mean, when I got advantage, Two why hits. not? Three All right. hits. Do, 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 do. Oh, Alright, that's five hits. Azorius, I'm guessing? Yep. Right, you know uh, this is This very... guy is going to fall unconscious. What's up? You know this is very quickly going to turn into the two of us versus some gruel people, right? Uh. I mean. Well, and maybe the captain. Maybe. Uh, this guy's going to fall unconscious. Uh, this guy's gonna fall unconscious. And this guy's gonna take the hit. And then this guy on the end's gonna miss. That brings it to Calden. The Echo's just gonna swing. So I have advantage. Ripia! That'll hit. Woohoo! Nine. My good lord. Honest damage. My lord, we actually look good now. <laughs> we look as good as we should. Um, okay, so that happens. Oh, I kind of don't want to change up the position for one reason. I still want to be able to protect you. Do what you gotta do, dude. These are just kind of formed a defensive line between you and the captain. <clears throat> yeah, like. I really have no one on me at the moment, so you could in turn. Or do we feel like we needed to spread out? I wanted to send my echo over here so that when this guy ultimately moves over this dead guy's body, he swings at them instead of flanking us. Yeah, I mean, that that's an option. So I will send my echo over here. And then I'll it's stay where so I'm I don't get an attack of opportunity. What? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Oh. Wow, that's that's kind of crazy. Um, it's my turn. All right. Azorius no. leader is going to make attacks. You. So if he moves, he can't attack. Uh. So the echo is an object. You do not get attacks of opportunity against objects. No. 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 You, but you, you just don't you swing and the echo swings, or that's if I be on malicious incarnation. Yep. Oh. So whenever I take the attack action, I choose if it comes from me or from my echo's location, and Gosh, then okay. as part of my attack action, I can burn a usage of unleash incarnation, and my okay. echo gets to make a specifically a melee attack from where it's uh, at. Okay. Okay. Miss. Not as many attacks this round. Oh god, excuse me. Miss. And the grand total of... That'll hit. Uh, the echo is going to get dissipated. From the last rule guy. You son of a mother. <laughs> Again, just put him over there. It's gone. <laughs> uh, another Azorius guard will drop from his wounds. Right, right. That captain's out to be very pleased with us. Hey, hey, uh, hey, hey, hey. 
if he wasn't fighting us, think about what this guy would be doing to his troops. Touche. And honestly, I'm controlling the battlefield pretty well using my echo and everything. So one attack on Colton, one attack on Merrick, both are going to hit. Okay. okay. So I assume he did the smart thing and he swung against you first because he always rolls lower first for some reason and then rolled just really well against me. Yeah, he rolled a 24 to hit you and 19 to hit Merrick. Wow. All right. Nine Um, damage on Merrick. I'm using my reaction for interception. Okay. So that is... God damn it. Yes. Next, Next character I play. Yeah, that's that's the type of the characters I like to play. I like to play the protectors. I reduce the damage by eleven. I think the damage to zero. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that ability is not, that is nasty. Eventually, we're gonna get like to the point where like you're not able to totally defend against it no. when damage numbers get higher. Yeah, oh, yeah but that that's where. But for now, at level three, it's pretty dope. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. so good. So yeah, no, actually, that's gonna be his turn. Actually, the, Calden flashes back to the grenade going off. So he literally, the way I, th- I like to think it is, Calden literally stands in front of Merrick as the blade just comes down and just cleans through him. By the way, how much damage did I take? Uh, you took five. Oh, okay. <laughs> so the ogre starts to keep swinging against this Azorius, uh, Azorius leader, uh, but he's able to like block with his uh block with his sort of riot shield as these de- dam- as these blows deal negligible damage to him. Hmm. Merrick, it's on you. Alright, I'm gonna go in for I'm gonna go for it. I've got advantage. Why not use it? Activating Great Weapon Master. Uh you'd have to roll on the opposite side of Calden. You have to move you, you have, have to, to rotate. Oh, okay. oh yeah, okay, I can re-rotate, that's fine. You take an opportunity to attack from the guard. <laughs> uh well actually I don't wanna be that guy and I'm sorry, Rye. Is that nope. guy up? I uh, know he's unconscious. So these guys are unconscious. Then you're good. That's why the That's the, why the I figured symbol. That's what I figured, but I just thought I'd ask. I want to be. Yeah, there. I, I kind of learned the symbols. All right, come on. Ooh. Oh, that's a twelve oh. minus five. Either way, yeah, unfortunately, it's gonna miss. Yeah, you rolled hit. a seven. Twice. Twice. Yeah, he really wanted you to. Uh... So you're gonna move. I see here. you swinging wildly, going. You're really gonna leave this to me. <laughs> hit, hit it. So, but Billy, you should probably. I, you can probably see like why I was going for the Great Weapon Master now. I was trying to deal enough damage where I could just claim it as non-lethal. Like, and just, yeah, and just knock him clean out. Yeah, yep. I understand. That's what yeah. I was trying to do, because like when I rolled the crit, that's what I was trying to do. I was trying to be like, well, if my next attack drops him, I may as well go for it and unleash the Incarnation and Exa- do it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the, only pro- so the only problem with my, uh, my Blood Maledict that I used, I can't use it again. Is it once per long rest? What? I get more uses as we level up, but uh, unfortunately, yeah. At least you can affect things that don't have blood. Oh, I know. That as, is. As a ghost, like, that's beautiful. so stupid. Called in? Yeah, okay. So it is. Oh, I closed out the turn order. Okay. Um, Bonus action. First verse, same as the second. Oh, where's the, there's the echo. You did it on purpose. No, I just did it backwards because I'm a jackass. Dumbass. Um, do I start trying to knock out the gruel guys, or do I focus on this bandit warlord? I say bandit warlord, but the, the gruel leader. 
Ya. I think I focus on him so this way. So you know what? I'll summon my echo over here. Is that within that should be within 30 feet. Yeah. Yeah. I easily. summon the echo there. Calden is going to attack. Another advantage. 24. Jesus! Oh my. <laughs> What's your uh, minimum damage with uh, if you rolled an 8? <laughs> minimum damage if I rolled an 8? Oh, yeah. God. Is 10. No, you All just right. had no luck, dude. So it did a grand total damage of 12. He drops. Okay. Non-lethal. So yeah, you kind of like take your rape, you kind of like slap him with the flat side, and you kind of like his head turns around as he like kind of falls and over. He just looks at me and just go, whop with the shield and just. Yeah, he is out. As like, All you right. see like this sort of energy, this sort of like, you know, emotional energy leave his eyes as he kind of like drifts off to dreamland. All right, then I am going to try to end this fight a little sooner. I'm going to use another point of Unleash Incarnation. My echo is going to make an attack. All right. And it'll be a normal one? attack. Uh, the guy directly in front of him. All right. There's a Roll regular damage. attack. Roll an attack. Nope. That's damage. That's oh, that's, that's an no, oh, okay. no, that, no, that was the hit, unfortunately. No, that's going to miss, unfortunately. Uh, oh, right, right, right. And that's going to be... Oh, wait. Um, Movement, because I have not moved. I'll put myself right... I still think it's the Azorius leader who did it. We both do. Um, part of me hopes I'm wrong, but part of me thinks I'm right. Calden's gonna put himself here. Gonna measure that real quick. Cool. Easy. Right, yep. I put myself there. Uh, and then that's turn. All right. So the unit captain's going to keep trying to wail into this, uh, the will into the, uh, gruel ogre. And with his last hit, he's able to like get it in the, get it in the knees just right. With the first hit, the ogre begins to fall. And then the uh, Azorius leader takes up his mace and hits him one clean in the chin, dropping him into sleep mode. I told you no once the uh, ogre <laughs> drops, everyone kind of like all the other gruel members that are still conscious look around, and then one of them shouts, "Scatter!" as they begin to like take off, disengage, and run away from the fight. I let them flee, as do I. And as soon as they begin to turn and run, a couple of the Azoris begin to um start tending to their allies. Um, and the other ones start like slapping manacles on a couple of the uh, of the um, the gruel that are currently still standing or still as, um, present. As soon as they all start dispersing, I look at Merrick and both of us grab the the gruel leader. Yep. And uh, do I have manacles on me? Or uh, I was like, Merrick, do you have manacles on you? Not the. Azorius leader walks up to you after he's like, after he's like cast some sort of magic binding spell on the ogre for the time being. Calden, kind of like in this sort of like rune cage. Calden asks for the monocles that the Azorius leader is going to slap on him. He passes them to you. 
I put them on like YouTube. We'll take it from here. I don't like what just happened. Neither do I. As he like takes off his helmet and like puts it down by his side, much like the uh, police officer would put a uh, take his hat off in respect. It's not that. He didn't swing out of us on, on his own free will. He was fighting something. Hmm. Someone made him do this. Maybe I should report this to Lavinia. Here. Uh, he uh, takes out a sort of noted paper and a stamp, and he used, begins writing something, and he stamps it with a bomb in the palm of his hand. He hands it to you. Here's a letter of commission. Hand this back to uh, the Boros at any point you see fit. That should tame, That should cover any uh, charges. Hmm. We'll try to clean up here. We appreciate the help. Insight. Yeah, give me an insight roll. I'm gonna try. I don't Holden have. Would like, like to I suck at it, but I'm gonna try. I don't have advantage. That is three. That is normal. Yeah, I have an eleven. So you get this. Uh, so the Merrick. The <laughs> initial overview is that he seems very dour or saddened that he lost men today. He would have rather had not it come to this sort of situation. But at the same time, you get the sense that he's like mentally, it, it weighs on him in a ways. He just seems very saddened that he lost two of two of his uh, people under his command. Uh, Calden, you get the very same sort of vibe. He's trying to like uh, muster enough like mental energy to like pay attention to you, but right now he's just kind of like disappointed in himself. You get that sort of feeling. Okay. So, <clears throat> before we roll, we'll add that into the report. What you said, something unnatural is going so, about here. Yep. So before we leave, not on him. I'm going to leave him alone. Perception check in the area. That I would like anyone, to do that as well. Like I'm looking for anyone right. who's like like shady figure, suspicious. I I want to check rooftops. I got nothing today for perception or anything. That's a five. Ugh. We just no today, combat rolls are great though. Today's our combat oh, yeah. day. You can tell we're combat characters. I think we I think between us we crit four times in the same combat. Oh yeah. yeah. Jesus. We are the combat characters. Well, today so we have, are. Normally it's it's Seren and Farah. So you look around, kind of like taking stock of the surroundings. Other than uh, the people around you, it's pretty quiet. Um, it's hard to like really like see anything yeah. above like these winding corners. <laughs> yeah, of the that's what I expected. Yeah, we're, okay. Like, Nothing not seems really out of place. Yeah, it's like, so, it just, oh my god, something is just bogging me, but I, I got no proof, so I can't do anything, and I'm not going to get myself arrested. How, where are the people at around here? What do you mean? Is there anybody who is, like, watching this fight? Uh, no. Other than okay. uh, people in uniform to Zorius. Okay. I mean, yeah, I feel like, unfortunately, Bill, I feel like we're we're basically up shit's creek without a paddle here. We know there was some outside force. We just there was we can't confirm yeah. it. So, right, we just can't confirm who it was. We were able to pick up that, but without proof, we've got nothing. And we know by and we know from magic lore, the Azorias don't they don't f around. Yeah. Regardless. Yeah. So Calden gathers up with Merrick, and then just. All right. <sighs> I think we should head back to the goddess and. Believe that is probably the safe bet. And they begin the long, sad walk back to. The Whoopsie. sewers. I don't think that was supposed to be seen. No. Nope. Oh, well. Well, shit. <laughs> That's for later. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, no, because the Azorius are probably going to bring us in on this one. Ah, shite. It's, it's I have other... called it. I, called him would take the call to actions. Hmm? No, sir. 
So oh, as you two begin walking back towards uh, the, 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 the main promenade district or district one, um, I need you both to make a wisdom saving throw. Specifically wisdom saving throws? Oh, I'm yes. fucked. I have, adva- I have advantage. I am fucked. <laughs> uh, I have advantage said, due to dual mind, I believe it is. If you yes. were, Jasper, if you would have said intelligence, I would have been a lot more confident. I am not confident with wisdom. 16! Oh, thank Ooh. you. 17. Ooh. Oh, that was terrifying. So both of you, uh, as you're like walking past a couple of these alleyways, well, it's still, you're still in like the sort of Azorius controlled part of town. Both of you feel like this sort of like touch on your, um on sort of like your emotion as for a fleeting second before like you shake it off, you feel a, a sense of like yearning for something in one of the alleyways to your right. But you kind of like break through it as you kind of like return to your normal thought. But for just like a split second, something like washes over you, but then fades immediately. I look at, I look at Merrick and I go, I'm really lucky. I've got two brains. Okay. You you felt that too. Yeah. I'm dead. I look down the alleyway to see if anything looks suspicious. Um, Give me a perception check. Cause I'm not. Yeah, I'm can not I do like, a knowledge arcana on the sensation? Sure. Not a bad idea. Per- <clears throat> Twenty-two. Oh, I do not have advantage. That is a three. My apologies. So you look down the alleyway, and you know it's relatively a unremarkable alleyway with no individuals in it that you can see. Uh, Merrick, you kind of like look out to yourself. You kind of like think to yourself about like what just came over you, and. Given your experience with sort of like um, creatures of the night and sort of mm-hmm. like the sort of like more invasive magics, you get the sense this is some sort of like uh, maybe like control or influence spell. The closest thing you might have detected to it would be like something like a vampiric charm or like a siren's call. Oh. Calden, Calden looks sees the alleyway and he goes, part of me says we should investigate. And Merrick, like, because he's just racking his brain uh, for, like, what happened with that. He, he looks at Connie like, we can. However, whatever that I think me. if we investigate down there, we might find out what happened and who our uh, suspect was who made the uh, made our buddy uh, swing at us. I agree. Calden summons an echo, and he says... If I sense any kind of danger, I'll get out. But allow me. So I leave my echo with uh, Merrick, and then I go down the alleyway. But I'm, like, completely on guard. So you begin down the alleyway as far as you can away from your echo, around, like, a good, like, ten feet in. And you look to your left, and then you look to your right around these corridors, and you don't see anything. Meanwhile... Call Merrick. The, oh. Uh-oh. Oh, no. You hear Bring a it. voice. Uh, you hear an, uh, gen, a person approach you. And she, and this, his voice is effeminate, soft, almost calming. And she says, you two are no fun at all, are you? My hand just, Merrick's hand, because uh, with his ba- uh, previous fights with like any mind control, he handed me goes to the great sword and he's ready to swing. And, like, not, it's not drawn, but he's ready to draw it and swing immediately. You turn to see this woman, uh, white hair. Okay, okay. White hair? Huh. Apologies. Two, when you got a three-year-old, knees interrupting, you don't. Know, you just want to make sure everything's good. Mm-hmm. 
All right, so continue. I'm sorry. So you see this individual, uh, white hair, sort of like this red, fanciful, um, this red decorative sort of like um, overcoat. Um, and she's covered in face jewelry, nose piercings, ear piercings, all made of like this sort of like same sort of golden material. And she kind of like looks at you with these sort of uh, pinkish red eyes. And she kind of looks annoyed or inconvenienced, but she's also looking you over. And might I ask who you are? Do I ah. hear him talking to somebody? Not at this range. It's really, it's relatively quiet. I can't hear through my goddamn echo. Are you can't? Oh, no. No, oh, I don't man. get that ability till seventh level. Oh. All right. Oh, my apologies. My name is Cypher. Cypher Van Kelvos. And you two ruined my plans. Your plans? Yes. The whole gruel storming through the city was all part of the chaos I was trying to create, and you two just had to step in and mitigate it. Now I've got to start all over. Could you speak louder, louder, Merrick? What is your game anyway? You don't seem to be part of any guilds. What'd you say? Merrick, can you speak louder? (laughs) Well, Merrick's like, he's he's already feeling threatened, and he goes, his sword's drawn, and he's saying, and you hear him say, you got about five seconds to explain it, or you're done. And does Calden Crim- hear that? Crimson right activated. You hear the sound of the Crimson right activate, and she puts up her hands um, in a very placating motion. and says, "Wait, wait, 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 wait! You haven't even heard what my intentions are." I don't care. I deal with monsters, and that back there, I—that was needless bloodshed. If you deal with monsters, then you'll hear what I have to say. I'm listening. I know you feel threatened, but. Holy crap, I actually took more than one damage. <laughs> I, oh I no, to... now you're in bullet, yeah, you're in sneak attack range. <laughs> I rolled a super damage on myself, oh god. If you ever good. die by like the amount of hit points you ever take from your I... crimson right, I'm gonna Oh no, if I'm too low of a hit point, I will not activate it. Well, obviously, but anyway. I take it by your appearance that you're not originally from Ravnica. You would, you would deduce correctly. Much like I'm not from Ravnica. I kind of put that together with your outfit. Yes, yes. Well, you see, I've been here since the war, so to speak, and I witnessed many great things. All of the guilds banding together to unify against this ex- this extraterrestrial threat, uh, Nico Bolas, I believe his name was. Mm-hmm. You see, all ten guilds were to give assistance, but there was one behind the scenes. You see, my intention... And by this time, Calden, you would have shown up. This uh, this uh, woman in red seems to be talking to our friend Merrick. He's wielding the right axe, but he does not seem to be in a sort of posture where he's going to attack. How far away is she? A good, like, ten feet. I unsummon my echo, and I... Uh, so, I have my hand up to my echo, and I go, Are you here to cause us some harm? I'm not here to cause you any harm. In fact... I think, and she thinks for a moment, kind of like looking to the side. You might be able to help me, actually. I unsummon my Echo. Now, it cost me a bonus action to resummon him, but it doesn't say anything actually happens. You could do bonus action attack if you wanted to. I bonus action summon him 10 feet behind her. But since I don't actually have to do anything to summon it, I would, unless she detects magic, she has no idea. You see, I believe that... An individual, or at least a 
a small group of, in, of individuals is trying to usurp control from the other guilds here, cause a ruckus and upheaval in the guild pact. What leads you to believe that? Well, as I said to your friend here, I've been here since the end of the war, and I've been observing this place, and the guilds all seem magnificent in their balance, but this place too is full of tyrants if you look low enough. The name's Calden. Who are you? Cypher Van Kelvos. Cypher, for short. I look at Merrick. Merrick is on edge. (laughs) So what do you want from us? I want your help to save Ravnica from a a doom it cannot see coming. That's a tall order. You are going to just request the help of two strangers that you just met. And also just derailed your plan, as you so say. I mean, you did just be two strangers that the Boros just met, that you helped so willingly. I can't see why we can't have the same arrangement. Well, the Boros are actually giving us something for our help. And you have my word, you will be rewarded after we succeed. I tell you, what I'm after is to depose Lazav, head of House Demir, and kill him dead before he does something terrible to this place. Knowledge history? Yeah, because, like, uh, Calden has no idea who he is, so I will take a knowledge history as well. You're gonna need, it's gonna be quite a high DC. 16. Calden ain't no dick. Calden's like, which guild is that again? So, you both know of the ten guilds of Ravnica, Azorius, Boros, Orzov, is it? However, there is one guild that you are kind of unfamiliar with, and that's not an accident. You see, the House Demir is the 10th guild of Ravnica. Although they'd prefer you to know that they didn't exist. They're kind of like a network of maybe spies and thieves. But so what Cypher says is true. They have plans to dominate the rest of Ravnica. Hmm. Uh, One moment. Yeah, you're good. Time out. Calden looks at Merrick and he, Hmm. he establishes a psychic connection with you while, while she's talking to us. And, you know, Colin says, we've seen how strong some of the clan members are. Some of the guild members are. Can you imagine mm-hmm. how strong the guild masters are? Oh, I I don't want to. That's the problem. Look, I can understand that this guy's probably shady. I don't doubt that for a second. The thing I doubt is the fact that, much like Tulash, we can't do anything in our current state. What are three random planeswalkers going to do? Plus, we don't know if she's trying to kill us. Why do you think I had my right right away? I felt I felt danger as soon as she appeared. What do you want to do? Hang on, come here. And I'm back. All right. Um, I just while she's talking, uh, just to fill you in on what we were talking about, um, Calden established a psychic connection with Merrick, and basically said, like, I don't trust her. I'm sure he's a shady dude and that he needs to be dealt with. But we are not much like Tulash. We are not in a condition to deal with this. I sense your lack of confidence, and I know you don't trust me. Listen. Understatement. I'll handle everything. All we need to do is find him and get to him. You only need to have me clear the way. So we're essentially bodyguards. Or an assassin. Yeah. Where, where are you from? Uh, it's a plane you probably haven't heard of. 
as I look up in the notes. <laughs> Try me. I'm literally, I think, I think literally oh, no. called into America. We're like, you can try us. We, we've been around. Um, the plane is, I'm from a plane known as, uh, oh, she's about oh, to lie no. to us. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I promise. <laughs> it's fine. Is she from a created plane? I'm from a place called Lucia. Okay. You know what? You're right. I've never heard of it. <laughs> Can't imagine you would have. You don't exactly like visitors and people who visit usually. It's beside the point. <laughs> What's important now is I'm on Ravnica and I trust you. Lazav isn't the first tyrant I've tried to take out and he certainly won't be the last. So you're, you, you, is just like in disbelief, not called I'm sorry, Merrick is in disbelief. Like, she literally just met us, met us, and she thinks, like, that two, two plays walkers that are barely been on Ravnica for, what, like a week now? And her are going to be able to walk, not walk right up to Lazar. Three days. We've been here three days. Right. I think. Like, I just, I, I can't trust her. I just, just, no, I can't. Look, America, as I, America as far as, as a, I understand it, as a plane Lazav isn't. <laughs> sorry, as far as I understand it, Lazav himself isn't very imposing. It is his multifariousness, his shape shifting, which allows him to be so elusive. You want us to kill? Like, I just fought some of the Gruul today. They're fighters. I got that. You're asking us to go up against a guild of assassins to kill their shape shifting leader. Yes, and I'm pretty sure that the rest of the guilds will thank us. I'm sure, but he's obviously going to have tools to stop us. I don't disagree that tyrants deserve to be taken down. I don't much trust any of the leaders, because I've got no reason to. I'll tell you what, you help me, and I will use my powers to stop the rest of the riots all over the district. You see, I'm sort of a empath, so to speak. I can... Control and feed off emotion. That explains what happened earlier. See, my original plan was to cause enough disruption in this district, or in as much Ravnica as I could, until the Demir had no choice but to respond, or at least spectate. And I would use that intrusion, that opening, created to get to Lazav directly. Mm. So all you want us to do... It's create an opening, and you'll take care of us all. Aye. Do you know what a shapeshifter could do if he got his hands on a planeswalker? I am only worried about what I'll do if I can get a hand, my hands on a shapeshifter. Red flag! <laughs> red flag. <laughs> no, not red flag. Crimson. <laughs> I know uh. trust isn't Easy. Listen, I come from a place where trust is expected. But I've understood over the years that I've traveled that it's up to people like us to stick together so that those in power don't tear us apart. Can we have some time to think about this? The longer we wait, the closer the week the window closes. We can try again tomorrow. We'll come back to you with a decision. Very well. 
Um, just to be you. safe, I am going to burn my second wind, and I heal up ten hit points, so I heal back to full. Right. The only reason I'm doing it is because in case she attacks us for whatever reason. Mm. Um, I'd rather be at full health for the fight than not at full health and not have a chance to use second wind. Fair. She watches as one, she and Merrick both see my left eye turns into a clock that is g- going counterclockwise. And you, Rai, you watch as, like, my wounds start to close again. Mm. Look. All I'm asking for is time. Give us a day. We will have an answer for you. This at least gives us a chance to get the armor we're supposed to get from Boros. Certainly. Have a good night, Cypher. I'll be in the wind. Figure. As she turns towards the populated city and begins to walk off. This is for you guys. Cypher, rebellious empath. She's my caller. She's Grixus. That, oh, it's a minus two. Hmm. Jesus, that's a strong minus. That Holy crap. Busted. Impressive, though. Imagine the problem is she doesn't have a method of adding loyalty besides you killing things. So at the very, at the very least, she's basically a uh, what's it called? Act of treason with yeah. additional bullshit. She's interesting, though. She's she's definitely interesting. But I think that's where we'll cut the session proper. Okay. But yep. I will say for the purposes of the cleanup step, you guys will level to four. <laughs> Call Nari knows what he's taking. I got and from the Boros, once you return with your commission from the Azorius, I will allow each of you to choose any weapon and or armor totaling in... Let's see. What armor do you have now, Calden? I am wearing. Or like, chain- what were you looking to get? The next step up from chainmail. I think it's scale mail. All right. Basically, you will be able to commission a plate of scale mail. Okay, so that's going to be. And then, easy. what about you? Uh, uh, let me see. What does Merrick have for armor? Uh, okay. I actually have scale mail as well. So you will upgrade to a breastplate. Oh yeah. I'm sorry, half plate. That works. Ooh, how do we look at items that are... Oh. And then what weapons were you planning on or attempting to get? I mean... Calden doesn't really need any weapons. I I mean, I turn... Like, I could in turn get a long sword. I don't always have to use a great sword either, but... Maybe a mace to give myself some other sort form of damage. Mm. Because, like, especially if we end up going... Oh, Especially if we end up going down in there, like, Calden's got to think about the different kind of enemies he's going to fight. Right. So, yeah, if I could get, like, the one-handed mace that does, like, 1d8 bludgeoning damage, uh, he would take that as well. Alright. I'll add it to your character sheets. Okay. But, uh, for the rest of you, thank you for coming to the first of three mini-sessions in Magic the Dungeoning Dungeons of the Gathering. I hope Merrick and Calden and Sypha can... Find a way through. Yeah, let's go. Still don't trust her. All right, guys. Thanks for listening.